the first episode of Two Guys and a Mic, sponsored by Jim Minton Sports. My name is Scott, joined by my brother Mike and a good friend of ours, Matthew. How are you guys doing? You guys doing all right? Ready for this um, first episode? Are right. you guys just not just not fucking talk? You know <laughs> I what I mean? I'll just sit here and talk. So, anyways, <laughs> this podcast is gonna be is gonna be a sports podcast. As you can tell, there's gonna be cursing. There's gonna be a lot of bullshitting. There's gonna be a lot of shit talking. So if that's not really your thing, sorry. I guess we just lost some viewers. But if that is your thing, stick around because you're going to hear plenty of that. Uh, we're kind of, uh, uh, I guess you could say we're we're kind of three guys that are just unplugged. We say what's on our mind, and it just it is what it is. So um, on the first episode here, we're going to go ahead and go over uh, some NFL draft. Uh, we're going to go into the N- uh, NBA playoffs. We're going to also jump into a little bit of baseball. Now, Matthew is more of the expertise on the NBA. Uh, all three of us are, are pretty good about uh, NFL and MLB. So probably during the NBA, Matt will probably be doing most of the talking, uh, mainly because I haven't been watching too much basketball the last couple of years. I feel like um, it has kind of turned into a pussy fest, I guess you could say, uh, with all the flopping and all the guys building these super teams. It's not really my thing anymore. I just felt like ever since Kobe left the uh, left the league, there just hasn't been that it factor and i'm hoping someone like that comes back but that's just my personal opinion but uh so let's just go ahead and jump into the nfl draft since that was just a week out um we are recording this on sunday uh april 30th so i'm not sure when uh lucky our uh, sponsor is going to upload this probably on uh, monday or tuesday but so matt um what do you think about the draft as a whole uh what's your take on it I thought it was good at the top of the draft. I mean, we had a lot of shocks, a lot of trade ups. You know, um, the Detroit line, the trade up to to twelve to acquire Gibbs. That was that was a little bit of a shocker. Um, didn't see that coming. But as far as overall, I mean, it was top heavy was with a- top heavy with quarterbacks and defensive players. Um, we kind of knew like the first three quarterbacks. You know, even with the Richardson, um, we're gonna go pretty high. And Will Levies. I mean, who would have thought he followed the first round at Nobody saw that coming. It was kind of a shocker. But hey, why, yeah. why, why you why you why you brought him up? I kind of actually want to go over him a little bit. Um, I think the reason he fell out of the first round was due to, um, I guess, his personality, character issues, and I think he kind of proved mm-hmm. that when he didn't show up day two. I thought that was a that was a good chance for him to show that not being selected in the first round. I I, I feel like he threw like a. Like like a little kid fit. Does that make sense? Not showing up day two. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't agree with it. And you know, sure, in college you can get away with that stuff, but you're you're now and and part of the NFL. You're a professional. You're gonna have to act like it. So just because yeah, you didn't get this, this is your career from here on out. So how you act that night can really pave the way for the rest of your rest of your career in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, and, and, and all eyes are on yeah. you. So you know that goes. Exactly. And that's the thing. And you want to start that off by showing, you know, some maturity. He should have shown up the day two and showed that like, Hey, you know what? And looked all these teams in the face. Like, you know what? You guys didn't pick me now I'm coming after all you guys. So to me, him not showing up day two, uh, it shows some of his, his characteristics. And I know that was some of the talk going around. He's kind of like, uh, you know, who he, he kind of reminds me of Johnny Manziel a little bit. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, like he's. A, I think he's a much better player than Johnny Manziel. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing yeah. them as far as like uh, players, but when it comes to how you're acting, he's he's acting like he's like he's owed something. You're not owed shit. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. Congratulations. You, you, you know how many. Proven you know, anything. You know, yeah, you know how many college players come into the NFL and just get their ass kicked. Yeah, it, it, ha- it happens all the time. You you have to come into the NFL knowing that. You are playing the best of the best, and you have to prove that you're one of the best of the best before you can get like you know some attitude towards towards situations like that. So, um, just me, I'm I'm not a big fan of how how he acted. You know, I I, yeah. I do wish him the best, um, and, and I'm a little confused. I mean, Tennessee takes Malik Willis last year, and now they use another another pick on another, now Malik Willis didn't look good. You no, know, no, so I, 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 don't, I, I don't I, I see. I, I don't see him have a problem beating out Malik Willis. No, 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 I don't either. But you know, th- this is kind of you know one of those situations where it's like, you know, you, you take you take a quarterback one year and and you only give him a year to to prove himself. Some sometimes it takes guys a couple years. So to just already jump ship off of Malik Willis, you know, I, I feel bad for the guy. But at the same time, NFL is cutthroat, especially at the quarterback position. So either you come out and you're ready to ball and. Or, or, you know, and, or that type of situation. And to expand happens. on the Will Levis, like, especially the year he had this past year, it wasn't it wasn't like his 2021 season. I mean, this year he came up with, what, 19 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. It wasn't that that 24 touchdown with 12 interception year he had in 21. So it was like he lost his offensive coordinator. I understand that at, at Kentucky in this past year. So you don't put up that stat line from 2021 to show that you're, you know, that you're ready to take that step to the NFL, which he, he could have came out last year, but he decided to come back and, and it is what it is. I don't know where, where he, he lost. He should have just came out last year and in, in a draft where he probably could have been drafted higher in the first round. And like you said, Scott, with the, with the issues, with the attitude and everything, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what team saw during the draft and that's where he fell out the first round. Well, yeah, even he better. You're, you're saying him him coming last year and, and being drafted higher. A lot of the analysts and and everybody in their mock drafts had him going high. Yeah, no, nobody nobody had top, him going second round. No, he was a top. It was like locked in top five seven pick. I mean, he had a phenomenal 2021, but for whatever reason, decided to come back and it didn't it didn't end up like 2021. That's one of those things. It's 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 one of those things where it's like, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, you know. Sure. Was 2021, is that the player that we're expecting? Or is it the 2022? Is that the year? Or is that the player that we're expecting? You know, that's tough to gauge, man. Yeah. Well, well, like you mentioned, he he lost his offensive coordinator, correct? Well, what's going to happen now, his first year in the NFL? It's a brand new offense. Yeah. Is it going to be the same thing? Yeah, not just a a coordinator. It's all new players, all new teammates. And and let's be real. No report with any of those players. Yeah, well, okay. What weapons does he have on offense? Oh, not many. I mean, Chig, Chig out of Quanko, I tied in. I mean, it's not. Yeah. And, and this not goes back to many. his character. All, all he's going to he do is can... turn the ball, off, turn turn around and hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry could yeah. be gone. Who knows? Yeah. Well, Actually, the rumor about him going to the, the rumor about him going to to uh, the Eagles that had come out earlier last well, week. Gone. Yeah, that that's gone. There was there was I don't think any, it really ever any truth to that. No. Yeah, and man, dude, speaking about the Eagles, another Ooh. team there. They 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 killed the draft. I yeah. really like the Carter. I really like the Carter pick at nine. 
That mm-hmm. that was just oh, yeah, that's and then on top of that, Nolan Smith dropping down to 30. You know, yeah, I, I thought no, that was that's... a great I thought that was a great pick at 30, you know, and they lost a couple of defensive linemen over the offseason and they went right back and, and they're not even mm-hmm. gonna miss a beat on that defensive line. That that oh, in no. fact actually I, I can almost you can almost argue that that defense this year will probably be exactly how it was was uh last year. But I think in 2024 they could be even a better defense. Oh yeah, I mean, they drafted they drafted five players from the same team in Georgia. Every one of Georgia's yeah. defensive starters got drafted this year, and and that's, the Eagles the Eagles took five of them. So they SEC all know each other. Yeah. They all have that relationship. They all know who's going to be where and when. Yeah, that that's that's going to come into play a lot. Yeah, and then uh, Green Bay a little disappointed that um, they didn't take a wide receiver. To help out, uh, well, I, I just say in the first round, I thought they were going to take Jackson Smith. Uh, they didn't. I thought that would have been a good pick at thirteen. Um, you know, you, you want to help Love out a little bit. You know, he's not and he's not Aaron Rodgers. No. So, no. you know, it, I it just I, I guess they're assuming he's going to be the same skill set. You know, they've been able they've been able to get away with that with Aaron Rodgers. You know. Uh, after they got rid of Adams, you know, Aaron Rodgers didn't miss too much of a beat. I mean, he had kind of a down year in Aaron Rodgers' terms, but as far as the weapons he had, he did great. And hopefully Love can continue that. But I, I would have liked to have seen him take a wide receiver at 13. I understand their defense needs help as well, but you got to mm-hmm. help your young quarterback out. Yeah, you have Jason there. I mean, but they'd like to go with what, Jaden Reed in the third? I mean, this what is he, what, 5'11", 187, small receiver? I mean, who knows? I mean, he's in a man in the slot. I mean, Christian watch on the outside. So we'll see. I mean, like you said, they are you get pass on JSN. He, he's there. He's projected to go what top fifteen. Yeah. And he said to help out love. So. And, uh, and what, here's, my, here's and, my question to you guys: weapons or no weapons? Do you do you feel Jordan Love is going to be the it guy there? Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. I, I do. Think, yeah. I, he Look did all he right has. last year. He he. Now I will say. When he played those first couple games, uh, what was it? I think it was in 21 uh, for Rodgers. Oh, man, he looked terrible. Oh, yeah. But he he looked pretty good last year. You know, he, he looked all right. And this could be one of those situations where it's a guy that just needed a couple years to to mature and, and, and show what he's got going on. So, I don't know. What, what do you guys think about Rodgers to the Jets? Now that that finally got done – what do you guys think? Love the Jets it. Jets gave hate up it. a lot. That's for sure. Yeah. I didn't think they gave up more than what they needed to, though. How many years? How many years is Rogers going to play? Well, that's it. Too. It doesn't it matter. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I and I get it. They're in a win now. Too. They're in a win now. Yeah. Mind frame right now. Yeah, I mean, the, he. This is this is probably arguably the best defense that Aaron Rodgers has has had on his back. Um. Mm-hmm. He's got some pretty pretty good weapons. Hopefully, Brees Hall comes back uh, sooner rather than later. He comes back healthy, looks good, and maybe makes a real nice push towards the end of the season uh, with some fresh legs and helps them push into the playoffs. But I don't know. I, I was happy that the Jets landed landed the guy that they wanted because man, they they weren't going to get anything in the draft. No. That's for sure. No. That division and they a dog fight though. Yeah, they weren't going nowhere with with. Zach Wilson. I mean, the, the trade for Rodgers, I mean, you pair him with Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, who he's rapport with in Green Bay. You give him a potential top 10 
running back healthy with Brees Hall. I mean, I love the offense. Tyler Conklin at tight end. I love it, man. Yeah. Now, Honestly, here's my question. Probably... Okay, good. Uh, Zach Wilson, do you keep him? Do you keep him, yeah. let him learn under Rodgers and hope when Rodgers retires, he's the guy? Or do you kind of look for like another quarterback maybe next year in the draft uh, to kind of compete with Zach Wilson, I should say? As far I don't think Zach Wilson looked good either. He, he looked dog shit, you know, and I really did not like how he couldn't take any responsibility for the way he played, you know, and it, that was the whole reason he got benched. I mean, for now, I think they, I think they go into camp just like you said, he, he's a rods backup. Um, maybe they look to upgrade. I mean, that's what every NFL team is looking to do every year. You're looking to upgrade positions. I mean, you know, Rodgers ain't going to be there forever. So as soon as Rodgers even hints of like, a year or two from now, they're going to have to start looking. Wilson's not the answer, but for now, I think he, they try to they try to see he what he can do behind Rodgers and see if he can learn from Rodgers for right now. Hopefully, you guys, you guys have any like surprise picks? I'm pretty sure we're probably on uh, the same boat as as some of the surprise picks. But um, mm-hmm. who, who do you guys got for a surprise pick? Anthony Richardson, I did not – I know he was going high, the whole Colts talk. I didn't think it was going to happen. I thought he was going to be the quarterback to fall, and I thought Will Levis was going to go to the Colts. But, I mean, I, I like the pick. I mean, he's raw, raw talent. I mean, it's just his – he had an early breakout age at 21. You know, that's the advanced statistics that they go by. But, I mean, his completion percentage in, in Florida wasn't all that much. I mean, was it – 54%. He completed his passes last year. That's not, I mean, for NFL quarterback that's looking to be the leader of your franchise, you got to get that per- completion percentage up. I mean, it's kind of, yeah, 54% will get, will get you benched. Yeah. In that's, the NFL. that's not, yeah. 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 That, uh, I mean, the athleticism is there. The, 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 the he's yeah. off the charts with the, the 40, you know, he's like 98 percentile on everything, 99 percentile. He's he, an athlete. He, yeah. He reminds me of Lamar Jackson a lot. You know, yeah. not the most polished passer, but, yeah. He can extend yeah, plays. Sure. And if he needs to, he can just take off and he's going to run by most people. So, yeah. you know, th- that alone. You know, I, I read an article. I, I, they they compared it to like how Kaepernick, when Kaepernick first came out and he was able to kind of surprise defenses with the way he could run and things like that. But then yeah. once defenses made the adjustment, he couldn't make the adjustment. You know what I mean? So I exactly. could see this being that, that type of situation to where – his first couple of years, he has some pretty good success because his legs are going to let him. But once teams start to get more tape on him and they're able to shut maybe that run down a little bit, can his arm keep him as a sustainable NFL quarterback? That's going to be the question on him. But Matt, I actually do agree with what you said. He was he was surprising for me with the Colts taking him at number four. But Mike, you got one? Um, I, I kind of got two twofold. One was a surprise drop, which we've already touched on him. With uh, Will Will Levy's falling into the second round, I don't think anybody had anticipated that. Um, so I would say kind of disappointment on that side. Um, surprise pick though, I would say is going to be Gibbs with the Lions. Yep, that's who I had. Yeah, and and yeah, because w- w- well, when they made the pick, I was like, why did you just sign David Montgomery to all that money? You have Swift, who I understand has held, mm-hmm. has had health problems, maybe. That's why they were willing to go ahead and just move past him, you know. And you know what? Congratulations to the Eagles. Yeah. That, yeah. Another, another weapon mean, that they'll use. Dude, if he stays healthy, oh, forget about it, man. That They're going to be so good on both sides of the ball. You know, yeah. it, 
they're, they're going to be good. And they're going to be good for a long time, too. They're, they're so young. They're, they're going to be good for a long time. Now, here, here's my question. Do you think now that Jalen Hurts got the big contract, some guys fall off when they get that big contract? Do you see that with Hurts, or do you think he's going to I, I don't see and... that with Hurts. No. He's, no, he's too that. young. He's still hungry. Especially in their mind, they got unfinished, unfinished business. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can make it to the Super Bowl and, and not not getting the uh, not getting the win. Yeah, and then uh, one thing I did want to touch on because this was a lot of things that uh, people have been talking about, and it was the whole Niners taking the kicker, which they called in the third round. It's a comp pick. Technically, pick ninety nine is technically a fourth round pick, but it's still considered a third because of the comp picks that teams get. So in a way, pick 99, like, sure, you can call the third rounder, but technically it, it is a fourth round number as it, far as that goes. It's a fourth round pick, and in really when you think about it, it's almost a free pick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Niners needed a kicker, and that was their guy. And, yeah. and I know I know, no one gets excited about kickers and blah, blah. You're supposed to take them in the fourth round. Uh, the, well, ask the Raiders. They, they take them in the first round. <laughs> yeah, you tell <laughs> you that know? to Janikowski. And, I mean, that guy's hey, had plenty the man, of good Man's a legend, though. I will give him that. Yeah, that, that guy won um, you guys many games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, my whole thing is, look, it, there was no fourth-round pick for the Niners. So it was either you go and get your guy or you wait to the fifth round and you don't get your guy and maybe you get a kicker that loses you some games. Yeah, yeah. So the way I look at it is, is, is the guy that you selected there going to win you games over a guy that you would have picked later? Is is a possibility. So, as a 49er fan, would I have loved to have taken a positional player right there? Like, yeah, I mean, we definitely needed help on the offensive line, but at the same time, special teams could not be overlooked. And he and 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 Moody's a good kicker, so uh, I'm fine with it. You know, and New England, I think New England was the next team to take a kicker. I think they took him at mm-hmm. 112. I think it was. Yeah, it was 112. So, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, another another good pick, Bijan. Bijan going to the Falcons, and they just had a, a fifth rounder in, in whatchamacallit uh, running for a uh, thousand yards last year. Tyler Algier. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Algier, you know, going for a yeah. thousand. So, you know, what do you think Bijan's going to do? I, I think he immediately steps in there and. Bijan steps in there and he's a fucking workhorse, man. I mean, I see. 350 touches this year. I mean, sky's the limit. And that offense with Arthur Smith, you know what they don't want to do. They want to run the ball. Falcons want to run the ball, slow the game down, keep it within range, um, have Desmond Ritter, I mean, manage the game. I mean, just like a good old San Francisco 49ers, right? Manage the game, keep the game close, run the ball, do what you got to do, play defense. I mean, their defense is not like the Niners, but, I mean, they got all these weapons. Kyle Pitts, you got Drake, London, you got Bijan now. I mean, he has... It's capable offense there for Ritter, so I, I like the pick. I know what they're trying to do. Yeah. Protect him. Yep, and and I will say also a guy who won the draft, who was not involved in the draft, is Geno Smith. Oh yes, yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, he's got he's got some guys to throw to now, you know, and and mm-hmm. on top of that. You know, that Seattle defense started getting it together a little bit last year. They were very young. They they made some they made some good picks this year. 
you know, they, they picked up Weatherspoon, you know, the quarterback uh, corner and um uh didn't I think they they picked up some defensive line, correct? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um they're I think I think the Seahawks are gonna be another surprise team. Last year I had them finishing last in the West. I definitely well, obviously the Rams are gonna finish last in the West, but um I, I don't think them making the playoffs um is gonna end up being such a surprise if they make the playoffs this upcoming year, as long as you they still, stay you healthy. You still think the Rams finish below Arizona? Oh, oh absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they I lost their defense. I do. Yeah. You know if I was yeah, they might them, they might have one more one more year in them in this year. After this, I no. think they're done. I, I don't. I don't. You you got what do what do they have? They you got Matthew Stafford is you have, having you back Stafford, issues. You have Stafford and they have a have shitty shit old line. line. You know Acres. I mean, who knows? I mean, he he looked good at the end of the year to end it, but yeah, see if he can keep that up between what sixteen games. You got one wide receiver in Cup. You know, yeah, your 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 defensive line is basically Darnold. Like it's just like they don't to me they don't have they don't offer anything as far as you know being able to really compete through a full fourth quarter or four quarters I should say. So I I do I do believe the Rams. I, I believe it's going to go Rams fourth, Arizona third, Seahawks second, Niners first. Mm-hmm. Although, but but I do, would you would you sell at the trade deadline then if you're uh, if you're the Rams? I would have sold this off season, and I, yeah, I, I honestly, I would, have, I probably would have let McVay walk. I well, he was, just, he was contemplating. He was already contemplating retirement, anyways. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that's what I'm saying. I would have just, I probably would have sat him down and been like, "Look, you won us a Super Bowl. We appreciate it, you know. It's, it's, but yeah. it, it's time. It's it's time. You got you know to what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you just have to do it. And Cooper Cup could have brought in some picks. Um, well, I don't know. If that's, Stafford, what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. If they trade it, if they sell at the trade deadline. They can get they can get Cup off to a team that's in the playoffs, trying to make that playoff yeah. push. But they really yeah. they probably still get something for Stafford if somebody's in a in a, a quarterback needed situation. Yeah, I mean, that, what if you had what if you had, what if you had Stafford surprise team in Atlanta if Atlanta's in the playoff hunt? Stafford's well, going and, and and sling ball around in Atlanta. Well, it's going to depend on how well Ritter you know develops. Yeah, you know? they want to see what the young guy has. Yeah, I, like I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they're going to just give up on Ritter that fast. And on top of that, I don't see Atlanta really being – I see them as like a 500 team anyway. So I, I don't think trading for, you know, what, Stafford's what, 37 now? Somewhere um, around there, 36? Yeah. Like 36, yeah, around there, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't – I just don't see them making a trade for someone like that. But I, I get what you're saying, Mike. Maybe wait to the trade deadline and see yeah, if you can you move could on have a injuries. couple of these I mean, guys. God forbid Tua gets another concussion. And to backpack yeah. on that JSN, the Jackson Smith, the Jigba to Seattle, you know, oh, that's I mean, a great pick. Great. Health, is, health is always a, a, a giant question, you know, when it comes to when it comes to the NFL. Yeah, no, I got you. It, injuries but, yeah. happen; it's part of the game. Yeah, but that that JSN oh. pick for Seattle was, I think that was a that was a steal, man. I mean, JSN, he's he's an elite guy. His route running, I, that's what I look at for in tape is route running. I don't see. I want to see if you can get separation between you and the cornerback. I'm not looking, you know, for the, I mean, the contested catch guy is nice, but you get that separation off the line. That's, that's what's going to win you at the next level. And, and Devonta this guy, Adams is a prime example of that. Yeah. JSN is, is an elite quickness and explosion off the line. And 
like they interviewed his teammates Olave and Garrett Wilson coming into the NFL between that trio that was Ohio State, and they asked them both who was the best receiver between you three, and they all they both said JSN by far. Both of them said it. So I would like now, to see him next to Metcalf and, and Lockett. This yeah, level Lockett, of- Lockett's coming to the end, though, too. I think Lockett's gone next yeah. couple years. Yeah, yeah, but I think that's a great pick for, for the Seahawks for JSN. Great pick. Yeah. Now with okay, so you have you have him. You got Quentin Johnson that went after that. Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison to Minnesota. I do like the Jordan Addison to Minnesota. They did. I, I, they like, that one. I like. I like that one. They, yeah, I think of those four. That's probably the second best one. And then Matt, we were kind of talking about this with Quentin Johnson. Are Johnson going to uh, to San Diego? I was saying I was like it, but I know you were rattling off some numbers. I don't know if you want to jump on top of that. It's why you don't like him personally. You know, so I'll, I'll let you jump into that. I mean, if you look at his profile, I mean, what is he, six, what is he, six, three, two, ten, something like that? I mean, six, the six, guy, three, two, oh, yeah, I mean, the guy's, he got the height, weight. I mean, he has what it takes to be, you know, the the pro, prototypical wide receiver one in the NFL, you know, to play outside. But if you dive deeper into his, his, like the way they used him as far as like deep routes, I mean, he, he didn't win at contested catches. It, it wasn't his thing. Um, his drop percentage was, I, I want to say, one of the worst in the FBS last year in college. I want to say he dropped like 14 passes all year. Um, he showed up to the combine. I know he, a couple of the, you know, scouts were saying like, you know, he dropped a couple balls at the combine, went to the pro day, did the same thing. Like, is he going to get past that? And he plays small. I mean, if you're 6'2", 208, and you're playing like you're 5'9", you know, and they're throwing the ball up to you and you can't come down with a contested catch, that's not going to translate to the NFL where these corners are just, this is NFL talent. This ain't college, you know? So yeah, we shall see nah. where, where that pans out. Yeah, so we will. You know, but sometimes these guys also need, you know, that top-tier quarterback play. It's, you know, yeah. you can have Herbert throwing them the ball. So, you know, we're going to see. He's not going to be asked to be that guy immediately. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, he's still got two guys in front of him that, you know, are, are going to be better for probably the next year. So, you know, he's going to be asked to be that solid number three. And at some point during the season when Mike Williams gets hurt, because that's what he likes to do. <laughs> that's that know? guy, man. Him and Keenan <laughs> Allen, they just yeah. – hey, one, one of them is guaranteed to get hurt every hey, year. So, hey, sometimes I feel yeah, like they're sitting there playing year. like you know, rock, paper, scissors before the game on who's going <laughs> to who's gonna get hurt, man. I swear, if I was Justin Herbert, man, I would, I'd be – Beating the shit out of both them. those guys. I'd be like, come yeah. on, you guys, man. You know? So, but uh, what do you guys think? You guys want to move on? You guys, we've been on this for about yep. half an hour. Ready. So, you guys ready? ready okay, on. so, Matt, we're going to go ahead and let you take over this little situation. Uh, now, for those of you who don't know, Matt is a huge Kings fan. Uh, uh, that's he, not... and that, now, now, I'm not saying a Kings fan as of this year, the dude's got a tattoo on his arm that he's had for like 15 <laughs> years, right? This dude is yeah. a born diehard Kings fan. He has been there for the all the shitty years. Yeah, okay, so thing, we were all rooting for the Kings. Unfortunately, it did not happen. And we all agree it was probably the Fox injury. You know, can't can't break a finger and 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 still be able to shoot the ball at you know the NBA level especially when you're someone as talented as Fox. So, oh yeah, you know, they really relied on him that, that ended up being the situation, but Matt, you, you pretty much watched this uh, series as a, like a Hawk. So what's, what's your take? Yeah. on it? I mean, the, the Fox injury, it, it did put a hamper on him. You can see, I mean, 
a lot of a lot of people are gonna say, oh, you know, it's just he was out there playing, he, he was going through it. And but I mean, you can clearly see the guy couldn't dribble, penetrate, you know, with his left hand. That's his dominant hand, you know. I mean, he fractured his index finger. So for you to dribble, penetrate off your dominant hand, he, he was turning the ball over in situations he wouldn't normally do. Um, but to be honest, besides that, I, I watched every game of the series, um, start to finish, first first to fourth quarter, all seven games. They just got the Kings got dominated and on the boards. Uh, that's what it comes down to, man. Where Sabonis was getting he's getting shoved around left and right. Uh, Draymond Green being physical with them. Kavon Looney. Um, I mean, we did all we can. We played some good defense, you know, on Curry Thompson. But you know, they're gonna have their games. It just comes down to who wants it more on the boards. And Looney, I want to say three out of the seven games had twenty plus rebounds. Uh, three games. And it's like you, you you can't allow that to happen to to win to expect to win a series, you know. We had him in game five. Um, but I mean stuff happens. We're a young team. We're, I mean, I expect us to come back and and be here for a couple more years, hopefully, and you know, add some pieces. But as far as that, I mean the, the Warriors deserve to win. I mean, Curry went off game seven. What do you have? Fifty? Yeah, 50. yeah. 50. Histor- historical night. I, I think a lot of it too is experience came into play in the playoffs as well. Yeah, you can see a game seven. Um, second quarter came in and the Warriors came out and the Kings came out flat second half and couldn't hit a shot for like I want to say the first five minutes of the second quarter and it was just it was it was yeah like Mike said the inexperience showed up when it when it when it when it didn't need to and it was game seven and that's what happens. But the Kings will be back being as young as they are. And and oh, making yeah. it and forcing yeah. Game Seven, they they will be back. To push the champs, another, you won't have another seventeen yeah. year drought. To push these champs to a seven game series, last year's NBA champ champions. I mean, I, that's all you can ask for. And that's I even told Scott, if we don't win this series, I want to see my Kings make it to Game Seven. And I didn't even for a second there. I thought with the fractured finger with Fox, like we weren't going to get past Game Six. We we're going to get we we're going to get knocked out of Game Six. But then we came out and we fought. That's all you can ask for. I mean. We had a rookie playing, and I mean, minutes that I, don't, I honestly think he shouldn't be playing, which was Keegan Murray. But he started warming up, and after Game Three, and started coming along. But just shots, you know, here and there, we weren't making our three-point shots. We weren't doing anything with them. And you guys are so young. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. looking at a really young team. So you're looking at a team that that's going to compete for a while. So it, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't your year this year, I could see you guys make a nice deep run next year. Um, so, you know, congratulations to you guys. Uh, I'd also like to give a standing ovation to, uh, Dylan Brooks on just on, on being that guy, this guy, that guy, dude. Oh my God. What was he thinking, man? I don't know who's worse. Draymond or him. If, if, if I was his teammate, (laughs) I'd be like, dude, you need to just shut up, man. You haven't won it. Look, it doesn't no. matter whether it's it, – yeah, sure, you're the, you could be the one seed, two seed, three seed. It does not matter. This mm-hmm. is this is still so a you professional get playoffs, league. It's a different game. Oh, yeah, it's playoffs, yeah. different level. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't care. You know, Le, LeBron might be a little bit older, but he's still playing at a really high level. He's still doing good. AD's healthy. You know, yeah. he's, he's just a force down there on the boards. Like, it was just really stupid. And, you know, I will say it was nice to see – LeBron come out the way he did and actually showed that like he has some fight in him. Um, I feel like the last few years he's kind of gone away from that. So it was real nice to see that, you know, that he came out and he and he he took yeah. he took that as motivation. He came out and he and he shoved it up Brooks's ass. And I don't as if I was a Lakers fan, I'd be super stoked right now. 
You know, the, the best case scenario. You go and you beat the Grizzlies, the Kings lost, and now you go up against the six seed Warriors, who you can beat. You know, and on top of that, the Warriors, like you said, that was a, that was a really physical series between the Kings and the oh, Warriors. So, they, how yeah. much? Yeah, how much do the King are? How much do the Warriors have when they're going to face right now with the Lakers? I feel I feel it's a best best case situation for for the Lakers, and they I, they could they they could honestly win this and move on to the chat. Which which if you ask me, like two weeks before the playoffs and you asked me, Hey, do you think the Lakers are going to go to the, the, you know, the conference, you know, championship? I'd be like, no, no. The hell are they no. even, are they even going to make the playoffs? You, you know ask what I mean? me that. Yeah. End of the season. I'm going to say they'd be looking to make it past the playing bracket. I didn't see this coming. Yeah. They, they but stepped hey, it up. They're stepping up. That that's playoffs for you. Sometimes it's just that team that just gets hot mm-hmm. gels together. They have, they have breaks like what we just mentioned about, you know the Kings losing. There's breaks in the brackets. They they get a little bit easier of a uh, to row yep. to where they need to get to, and and that's all you can hope for. Hope for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, congratulations to the Lakers. We're, we'll see what they what they do. Um, another yeah, thing I want to talk about the road on, in the East. Look at the road in the East now. Yeah, oh, how about you lost, you lost Milwaukee? Ooh, and Jimmy yeah, Butler yep, came yep. in and just said, "This is our series." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and then Giannis. I thought he had a, a great. We actually talked about this before the podcast. I thought he had a great uh, press conference. You know, when he was asked if the year, if the year was a failure, you know, and I, I liked his response. You know, he, he says MJ played 15 years. He he won six championships. Were the other nine years failures? No, they're just they're they're lessons. They're roads to where yeah. you need to get to. You they're know, lumps in the road. And, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it happens. It happens. You know, again, like we mentioned, this is a professional league. It doesn't matter if you're the one seed playing the eight seed. That eight seed is still a team of professional players. They're still the best of the best, no matter what. You know what I mean? So you have to take them seriously. And it's just, you know, Giannis gets hurt. The Heat came out. Yeah. And they were they were ready to go. So it, it, it just comes down to that. And then, you know, uh, I have notes. So the Clippers. Oh, Clippers, you know, oh man, I, did, did you hear what the owner said about that whole situation? Uh, no, I did no, not catch that. No more of this uh, Sydney regular season game out bullshit. He didn't use those words, but he said no more of this taking regular season games off. And I couldn't agree with them more. You know, you, I like you, it. you got, yeah, these guys need to start playing, you know, mm-hmm. they, they play part, they play part of the season. They make the playoffs and then. They're they're not ready to go. You yeah, gotta play the season. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, and and for the Clippers to be missing their two best guys, you know, and and get embarrassed the way that they did, you know, without yeah. those guys, it's just it, it's stupid. So I like that the owner came out and said, you know what, no no more of this. We're, we're going to be playing our games. And do you guys now? Do you guys think they should move on from like Kawhi? Do you, what do you guys think? Move on, not move oh. on. Stay with them. I honestly, to, to be honest with you, as well, I was going to say, do they keep pushing forward with the Paul George and and, and Kawhi and, and build on that with who knows? I mean, honestly, I think they should make another run next year. After that, if it doesn't go to, as planned to where, you know, everybody expected the Clippers to be deep into these playoffs and at least second round, you know, I mean, who knows Western finals? I mean, they have two all-stars in their team. I mean, you include uh, Russell Westbrook too. He's not what he used to be, but 
Um, I think they should do one more year um, after next year and see what happens. If it doesn't pan out, I mean, just start start back up. Yeah, you, you give it I one would more build, year. You, you, I would you, lost, you lost Kawhi for the series because yeah. they were labeling it as a knee sprain and ended up being a torn meniscus. Torn meniscus, yeah. So you lost one of your superstars right there, one of your main key factors of the team. Kawhi is the guy I build around, though, to be honest. That's, that's the guy I build yeah, around. Yeah, he, he – he is, but you, can you really build around a guy that's constantly hurt? Constantly hurt, yeah. Mm. I mean, you can have all the talent in the world. I, I don't care about talent because to me, it's what do you do on the court? It's sure, health. but what, what does your talent do for me when you're when you're on the bench? Ah, oh, my knees. Ah, this. Ah, oh, that. My back. Yeah. Whatever. You're, you're look at, and this is one of the things that I hate about contracts nowadays. These guys are getting paid so much; they want all this guaranteed money. Blah 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 blah. And then they miss games. They miss, mm-hmm. And they don't, you know, okay, think about it like this. Uh, regular people like us, if we were to miss that much work, what do you think would happen? Oh, we'd be out of a job. Place. We're out of a job. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Kawhi is an extremely talented player. But he's not the only talented player in the NBA. Can no. you imagine the hole they could get if they traded him? Oh, yeah. They can get picks and a couple players in return for sure, 100%. Yeah. Sure, you can move on from both of them. Yeah, you know what I mean. So well, you know, and, Paul, and you Paul don't George, even and you don't even know what you got waiting in the wings. I, and I'm just yeah. I know we already talked about football, but I'm gonna throw the whole Brock Purdy situation out there. Prime example. Yeah. Yep. Just because a guy's taken later on in the draft doesn't mean that he's necessarily the bad player. It could could be bad scouting reports. Maybe he just wasn't under the coat right offense. You know, bad coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he didn't mesh well with that particular type of, you know, players, whatever the case may be. So in this in, in this spot, I, I don't know. If I was the Lakers, I'd be looking at options, you know, because Clippers. obviously it's – yeah, sorry, Clippers. Clippers. So anyway, so I wanted to get on to the, the second round, okay? I want to see what your guys' picks are. So we got the Heat and we got the Knicks, okay? The Heat are playing really good basketball right now. Okay? Yeah. But the Cavs, Cavs were a good team. Now, the Hawks took them down pretty easy, you know, 4-1. So they, do you guys think it's – we had the same thing like what's going on in the West where, you know, uh, a weaker seed is going to move on? Do you guys think the uh, Knicks are going to take uh, take care of business? Um, Mike, you want to take this? Uh, I, I, I think the Heat win this series. All right. He's going with the underdog. I like it, Matt. I, I just think – I <laughs> think that – I think that Jimmy Butler is playing on a whole nother level right now. And if he continues, yeah, if he yeah. continues to play on that, the momentum is just going to carry him and it's going to carry the team. Like you said earlier, you made the comment earlier, the team that gets hot at the right time. Yeah. And Matt. it's been the heat these past couple of years. Honestly, like I was going to go with the hot take with the heat. And now I think about it. It's, it's going to be, I think the heat win this in six. Honestly, yeah, actually, I mean. actually, I got the Heat as well. I, I think the Heat take this in, and um, now the Heat is not going to take down the winner of the other series. All right, you got the 76ers and Celtics. I, I, I don't give a shit how hot Butler is. You're not going to beat either of those two teams. I think those two teams are mm-hmm. much more well-rounded than the Heat. I think they have more talent all the way around. So, yeah. um, and 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 I got the Celtics winning in six. Oh yeah, Between I think the, the finals are running, Celtics. Finals are running through um, Boston. I think the Celtics win that series also. Too much firepower. 
Hey, fuckface. What? <laughs> ah, he answered. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought you were just talking about the uh, the one series. I, I didn't. No, yeah, no. the other series, Boston wins at. Yeah, it's running through Boston. Boston, Boston beat seventy sixers. Too talented. But to get back to that that Knicks Heat series, that the mm-hmm. X factor is Jalen Brunson. He needs to. On, I think today was he was he eleven to twenty three for twenty five points. I mean. I mean, you, you have 25 points on, on 23 shots. That's not very effective, you know, especially as a, the floor general of your team. But it's going to come down to Kyle Lowry. I mean, that guy's known for defense. I mean, he's going to body up Brunson, yeah. the smaller point guard. I mean, so now you have your your floor general going against Lowry and, and Gabe Vincent, who's another great perimeter defensive player on outside on the, on the point. So how tired is he going to be? I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I don't. He, all I know is Brunson needs to be more effective to get his teammates involved, but it doesn't help that um, Julius Randle's hurt too. Today. Yeah, he's 0 for 7 from 3 today. And then Randall's hurt. So that's that's hurting them in the, in the paint. So, I mean, we'll see if, if Randall could come back. If Randall don't come back, this series can be over quick. Could be in 5. Yeah. Okay. You got the one-seed Nuggets against the four-seed Suns. Do you smell another upset? I I got this. I got this. I got this one kind of closer than probably what most people will. I I think it. I think this could go seven. I do see the six, Nuggets six or seven it. in my opinion. Yeah, but I, I I still have the Nuggets moving on. But I think this is going to be a pretty good series. I I, I do. I, I really think it's going to be a good series, Matt. You, you're over there looking like you don't give a fuck what we're saying. So no, my fault. I'm still salty about the fucking Kings, man. But no, I, I agree. <laughs> I you want them to light uh, that beam still? Yeah, they need to light the beam. They're just just from us waiting 17 years for a playoff series. Light the beam, just for effort, you know. But just no, I, I, yeah, I see. I see the Nuggets. I think Jokic is going to dominate Aiden. I mean, Aiden had a good game today, but we have like six boards. Come on, or five boards. Jokic is going to yeah. dominate like he always does. <laughs> yeah, Murray's back healthy. Yeah, it's not going to get it done against against the Joker. I mean, and then you have you have Murray back healthy. I think that this – I mean, Chris Paul can't keep up with Murray. Let's let just put it out there. I mean, Durant's going to get his. I mean, he's going to get his. I mean, when does he not get but his? That's, that's but that's about question. it. That's about it. I mean, it, Durant and Booker have to get theirs every game, same game, just to be into the game to win. And I don't see that happening consistently every night for them both to go off to win. Yeah. I got the Nuggets. Yeah, but I, I just think something's going to happen. I don't know why. I look at it, and I just think, you know what, it's going to be one of those situations where people think one team's going to get, you know, steamrolled a little bit, and I don't think it's I don't think yeah. it's going to be that. I, I think it's going to be a better – I think I think the games are going to be pretty close, you know, and it's just going to mm-hmm. be depending on, on like what you said, Durant and Booker. You know, mm-hmm. are they going to be able to be scoring those high – have those high-scoring points, which they're both capable of doing it. They're, they're both very much doing it, so – Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna need, you're see, gonna need almost thirty points. You're gonna need almost thirty points from each one of them. Yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. now I want to talk about my favorite series, the favorite second round series, the nice little California battle between the Warriors and the Lakers. You know, Oof. I, I don't know. I I hate to say it, but because I think the way that the Kings and Warriors went at it. And I mean, they both had mm-hmm. to give it like every little bit they had, and and the way mm-hmm. the Lakers just rolled the Grizzlies, like yeah, they, they is that, that momentum 
yeah, is that momentum going to stay going? Like, are the are the Warriors going to be exhausted? You know, is LeBron going to still be playing with that chip on his shoulder that you know that that he was given? You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is 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 AD going to stay healthy? You know, there there's a lot of there's a lot of questions, but if well, LeBron Lakers, had, Lakers are becoming off three days rest on game one. Yeah, Warriors are coming off one day rest. Yeah, yeah. No, and you're right. And yeah. I think that's I think that favors the Lakers. LeBron at this age, what is he? Thirty eight. Rest is is his best friend. I mean, he's gonna come in and he's gonna be full. Like like I was telling Scott and and a couple of people about the Kings Warrior series. I was just looking if we weren't gonna win that series to get them to the max to have Curry work. Curry was working that series. He was chasing around Fox and and Malik Monk and. And even on offense, working for a shot, I mean, it, it went seven. And now they come into the series, I think, a little, you know, they're a little older. They're, they're not young like they used to be, you know, Curry, Draymond, Thompson. Um, we shall see. But I, after what I what I felt, I, I'm going with the Lakers. I'm not a Laker fan. I'm a Kings fan. I hate the Lakers. Um, but I'm going to go with the Lakers. I, I don't want to see Golden State keep advancing after they took out my Kings. I'm a little salty right now. So I'm going with the Lakers. It's right. I felt the same way when the Eagles beat the Niners. <laughs> I was like, I hope they get yeah. dominated in the freaking either yeah. either Super team Bowl. that comes out of the series though, losing to Denver. Yeah, uh, yeah, mean, yeah. I, I would maybe. Yeah, we'll see. But Denver's got to win first. Yeah, that's going to be a good series too. Yeah, but all right, uh, let's move on to baseball, guys. That's that's enough. We're we're we'll go a little bit deeper into this uh, next week. But uh, so with baseball, I have some notes here. So with baseball, we're not going to get too deep into just because we're already 45 minutes into this. So what I do want to talk about, though, is some over-under. I want to I make some, uh, some I, I guess, some predictions going on right now. Okay, so right now, biggest surprise team, obviously, and I think this is the same for most people, is going to be the Pirates at 20 and 9. Um, twenty and eight. No, they lost today. Yeah, they lost today. Yeah, they lost today. Seven two. They're they're twenty and nine. Don't you ever fucking correct me again. Anyways, so uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Anyways, uh, with the pirates. Okay, do they continue this? Do you guys have them over or under a hundred wins? Under. Yeah, I'm gonna go under. Under. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go write under. this down. And we're gonna we're gonna yeah, revisit this at the end of the season. Here. Okay. Yeah. So uh Mike is going under. And Matt, you're going over? No, no, I'm going under. I say they win you're going 88. Under? Yeah, I got 88 for them. You got 88 wins? Okay. Yeah. I am gonna say they're gonna get exactly hundred wins. St. Louis is not playing very good. Uh Milwaukee always seems to kind of be Milwaukee. They're like, you know what? Milwaukee is the Mets of the Central, NL Central. Yeah. They always they seem hang, to start hang in there and then fall apart mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. that's going to play into the Pirates' hand. You know, the the Pirates are one of the best pitching pitching teams right now in MLB. And if they can keep that up, it's it's not going to matter. They they're going to do great. They and mm-hmm. and pitching right now with all the new rules some pitchers were able to adapt. Some pitchers were not able to. It looks like the Pirates have, have been able to. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon's looked pretty good this year. He's looked like the old Andrew I, McCutcheon. If I think that stay- was a big, 
big move for the the young guys in that organization. Bring in a vet back to Pittsburgh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he uh, was always loved great. even after he yeah even after yep. he left he was he was still loved. Um, now one team, another team. Uh, it's not a surprise, but as far as what their record shows, Tampa Bay right now is twenty three and six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Over under one hundred and five wins. I'm going to say under. Under? Mike says under. Can I give him 105? You can give him exactly 105. <laughs> you can you can take uh, the uh, even. Yeah, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the even. It's just I think I mean, Franco, Wander Franco looks like he's developing into that star everybody thought he was going to be. I didn't think it was going to be this fast. Well, you got no, Randy Rosarino over there for batting 342 or something like that. Yeah, now I am actually going to say under 100 wins. Yeah, I I was going to say under 100. You have a lot of teams in that division that haven't figured it out yet. No, they look at the the Yankees. Yankees are in last in that division right now. Yeah, I don't know about the Yankees. Look at their schedule. Look at look at Tampa Bay's schedule. If you guys go and look at Tampa Bay's schedule, they have a pretty soft schedule so far to start the season. Okay. What's going to determine how well they do is how they play against the rest of their division. Everyone in that division has a winning record right now. Okay, it's 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 the best division in baseball as far as wins, losses, all that stuff goes. So to me, it's going to come down to how well do they play in their division. And another thing is going to be, yeah. do they stay healthy? Um, gosh yeah. darn it, I Nobody's I hurt. can't believe I forgot his name. They already lost a starting pitcher. He's having Tommy John surgery. Oh. I cannot believe I forgot his name. Um, Gosh darn it, dude. I, oh, and I was just going to say, that's that's the reason why they're so great right now. That pitching, I watched a couple of games. That pitching staff is, it, it was it's amazing. It was, it was a good pitching staff. And you, yep. who yep. went down for the year? I, I cannot I cannot believe I forgot the name. But, yeah, they, they lost. He's he's actually already been out for a couple of weeks. It happened, uh, I think, in his, his third start. I, I don't know why I can't remember his name. But uh, they, they lost him. He was going to be a, a big piece of their staff. But. Uh, I, I have Tampa Bay winning that division, but I do believe mm-hmm. that it's going to get a lot tighter than um, what it is right now. I, I have them right around 98 wins, I think. Um, but I do think that's going to take the division because I think everyone's going to – everyone in that division is going to beat up on each other, and, it, and it's going to end up amounting to a, more losses than what most most teams would – when they win a win a division, so yeah. uh, I got them at like ninety eight. Another, I am actually going to talk about two other teams in that division because even though Tampa Bay is at twenty and six, another really young good team now, Baltimore nineteen and nine. I think they keep yeah. it up, and I th- I think I think them and the Jays are going to be right on the hills of, of Tampa Bay when it comes to the end of the year. And I think we could see just like how it was last year in the, the NL East. I think we could see three teams making the playoffs out of, out of the AL uh, West. So our AL East. So um, Baltimore, do you guys have over or under a hundred wins? Then they're 19 and nine right now. I'm going under, going under hundred. Well, like you said, it's going to be a tight, it's going to be tight race for that division. So I'm going to go under. Mike? Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go under as well. I'm I'm looking right now. They're 19 and nine. They've scored 147 runs and given up 122. So they've given up a pretty good amount of runs, though. You compare mm-hmm. that to you compare that to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's scored 195 and they've only given up 92. 
So you're she's already about be a, up a hundred run differentials crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're you're talking you're talking about the, there's there's thirty run difference there between uh, allowed between Baltimore and and Tampa Bay. That's a huge difference. Yeah. And okay. hold on one second, um, Scotty. Before we go on to the next, uh, before we go on to the, your next team or whatever, um, what do you think about the Yankees? I don't think they. You think they? I didn't expect them to do anything this year, anyways. If you listen, they to come the back. Other, no, where they're at. I think I think they are what they are right now. I think they're they're gonna hover. I think they maybe finish ten games over five hundred. They're they're the type of team that like they they For are. They've always been a mm. yeah. It oh, happens, man. man. It, it it happens. This is what happens. Even at ten games over five hundred. Do... Even at ten games over five hundred, though that that would put them flirting with playoffs as a wild card team. But to yeah, be yeah, with gain all that money but, for a wild card spot, you're not you're yeah. not looking for a wild card spot. You're looking for a division title, man. I mean, but like yeah, that's not. But they're already looking up at at three teams that are just doing great and they're young they're good mm-hmm. they're ready to go you know last year new york did so good because of uh aaron judge had a monster year you know he won- he wins in oh, yeah. he breaks the home run record driving in runs and he stayed healthy that was another thing he stayed healthy for the whole year him and Stanton. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean that the yankees just have a history of injury i, I don't know what it is yeah. you know they they just have a history of of injury and i just i just think it's time that other teams are going to start owning that division and I, yeah and it wouldn't be surprised me if they finished 10 games over 500 and still finished fourth in that division who finishes yeah. last in that division they would i'm be saying Yankees, boston i think oh it's yeah like, sorry i completely forgot boston, boston don't count yeah. nothing never mind yeah no i'm I, I didn't mean last i meant fourth but you guys know what i mean but um so you guys as far as baltimore goes um we got that now another team in that division you got Toronto, eighteen and ten. You know what I mean? Are they going to be over a hundred wins or not? No, 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 no. I got them actually winning the division at a hundred wins. Even I think it's going to go a hundred wins to uh, to Toronto. I think we're going to see um, Tampa Bay win about ninety eight games, and then I actually see Baltimore falling off a little bit around eighty eight wins. Is maybe eighty-eight to ninety wins is 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 what I got for them. I like them as a so, team, man. Boba Shett, Vlad Jr. I mean, I like what they got. Oh yeah, no, they, they they yeah yeah they they got a really solid team. It, it's just you guys. So both of you guys got them under a hundred. Yeah, I got them. Under yeah, I'm, I got yeah, the I'm raise. Go, I don't I'm know gonna, why. I'm going with the hot team. I'm going that. even. Yeah, like I said, it, to me, if the Rays can come up and and continue the same success in the. Oh, then forget it. That it, it, it's a done deal. But I got to see it before I believe it. And as yeah, of right yeah. now, I do believe Tampa Bay has had a pretty soft schedule. So let's see what happens when they start playing teams over five hundred, and let's see how they they continue to do against them. Now, although I believe actually don't they're playing um, Houston right now, aren't they? Or am I wrong? I think they're actually playing Houston right now, who's actually right at five hundred. They're right at five hundred, mm-hmm. but um. I got I got them at even. So um, last team, uh, we're gonna go ahead and talk about the Braves. All three of us, as you can tell by the hats, we are all Braves fans. Um, Braves over a hundred, uh, over or under a hundred wins. They're sitting at eighteen and nine right now. I'm gonna say over. Um, they yeah, obviously they started off hot. They had some key injuries, and they they hurt them a little bit with their their series against uh, 
San Diego and mm-hmm. Houston. Houston. Um, the the bullpen really, I think, has uh, showed that uh, they they need some help back in the bullpen. But mm-hmm. uh, you got Colin McHugh coming back. Uh, Rysel Iglesias is probably a few games from coming back. I know he already threw uh, he already threw an inning in in the minors. Uh, Michael Harris is going to be coming back healthy. You should have Arcia coming back here pretty soon, and you've also got Travis Darno that's going to be coming back from his concussion here very soon. What they need to do, though, their biggest, biggest question mark is left field. Hey, far. can I just say this? It's, can they, can, they, can, can Ozuna just fuck off? Dude, yeah. Just, I can bet that Fucking average. I don't give a shit. Like, God, man, the, the, the be hitting what he's hitting, that is one yeah. of the – it, this is honestly what I would have done during all this injury time. This is honestly what I would have done. I would have designated Azuna for assignment. I would have brought up both Shoemaker and I would have brought up um, uh, Grissom. I would Grissom. have had Shoemaker play. I would have had Shoemaker playing shortstop. Grissom DHing. I would have put the better what, what I feel is the better glove on the field because Shoemaker is not going to hit. Worse than Ozuna, he's not. He's not gonna. What Ozuna is Ozuna still? He's still batting under 100. I, I, I don't think. Any, I don't think anybody in the farm system, all the way mm-hmm. down to single A, is gonna hit worse than Ozuna. Yeah. So, to me, it's like you're gonna improve your defense a little bit on the infield, and on top of that, you still have Grissom's bat in the lineup, and hopefully, Shoemake, as long as he can hit right around, he only has to hit like 230, 240, until Harris comes back, and and, and I and we'd be perfectly fine. So just in that situation, that's what I would have done. Yeah. But then again, uh, I'm just some guy uh, with a microphone and some bullshit behind him. So, But I see you know, I what, see what I Snit's trying to do. He he wants to get um, Grissom reps at shortstop, whether it's Gwinnett it or, it, or it's with us. I mean, because if you have him DH now, that's what you envision Grissom to be, your, you know, your future shortstop. You want him to get those reps at, whether it's in Gwinnett, like I said, or, or with the Braves. So, for you to DH him now is just I mean, we all know he can hit. The guy's a hitting machine, he doesn't really strike out. But I see what they're trying to do. Give him reps at shortstop to see what he has at short. Hopefully he can be that everyday shortstop for us in the future. I see it. I see why they're doing it. Yeah. No, and I do I do agree also with what you're doing, but I'm a huge when it comes to stuff like that, I'm I always will take the defense over the bat. Mm-hmm. I it, yeah. it's just what I will always do. So for me, your, your I, defense will save you runs. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's just how I would and, have. And there's another handled off, that there's situation. Enough, there's enough other offensive power in that lineup. So yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, it could make up for a little bit of a of a down batting average over the defense. Yeah, I'm not going to okay. be biased, but I say we 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 went over 100 games this year. We're looking sharp sharp so far without any of our, our. I mean, like like Mike said, Michael Harris is out, so. Hopefully, get yeah. him back with RC. Uh, I got it the same way. If if we can if we can sustain this type of mm-hmm. win loss record with as many injuries that they've had, there's there's no to reason to believe. Yeah, there's oh. no reason they can't win a hundred to one hundred and five. It's going to come down again to mm-hmm. two things: can the bullpen improve from what they've been, and two, can they Stay beat healthy. up on the Mets and the and the Phillies? They're yeah. going to have to beat up on both those teams to to win the division. Um, so th- those are the two, two question marks that they're going to have to answer for me. But yeah, I do. I got them about one Oh one, one Oh two. So we all got the over on that one. Um, now moving on, let's see 
Ooh, you guys just think now I know all three of our answers are going to be the same on this as far as who's going to finish dead last. But right now you got Oakland at six and 23. You got Kansas city at seven and 22, the white Sox at eight and 21. And you got the Rockies at nine and 20. Okay. Other than the A's, who's going to have the worst record in the Colorado. Colorado. Mike says Colorado, Matt. Uh, go White Sox. Part, partially, I'll just, I'll, I'll, partially, I'm saying Colorado because you, look who's in their division. You got the Dodgers and the yeah. Padres. They're going to beat up yeah. on them the entire season. You play everybody yeah. in your division more than you play anybody else. Yeah, yeah, and and Kansas City and and Chicago do play each other. They are yeah. in the same division, yeah. but um, you know, I I'm probably going to go ahead and go with Kansas City. That's just a Kansas City thing to do. You know, it's be terrible at baseball. So I, I got I got Kansas City uh next to Oakland right you know and, and I feel really bad for the Oakland fans. Oakland man. I think that I think next week I want to dig into um some stuff I've been hearing about the whole Oakland thing about um what their owner's doing as far as how he's making a profit off this team and why they're always selling stars and not signing it is is it is pretty fucked up. And, and it's something I want to touch on. We don't have enough time this week, but next week that's something that we can look forward to talking to you. I'll talk to you guys during the week. So kind of you guys uh, can research it as well, but you guys are going to be probably mind blown when you guys hear this shit. And he's not the owner. He's not the only owner doing it. So we'll get into that. Um, so the last segment, I got three teams um, that I want to talk about as far as if you guys think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, the first one I want to start off with is, is Seattle. Okay big, big, huge hopes for Seattle. You know, everyone thought they were going to probably be competing against Houston as far as uh, being maybe even the best team in the AL. Uh, They currently sit at 12 and 16. Okay. Um, Julio Rodriguez is having an okay year, but, you know, everyone was expecting him to really make this huge, huge leap and be this and that and, you know, as far as offense goes, I don't think he's been – if you're going to count him already as a superstar, he's not putting up superstar numbers. He just has the superstar name. So I think he's going to have to uh, definitely be that it factor. Uh, I am glad to hear – see uh, Kilnick has turned it around, and he's looking like the guy that everyone thought he was going to be. So shout out to him. But do you guys have Seattle making the playoffs? No. Mike's going to say no. I'm gonna say yeah. Right now they're nicked up. They have a couple entries with uh, was it Ray and 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 Munoz to their the pitching. Yeah. Um. I think yeah. I even think Julio's nicked up with the back injury right now, isn't he? Uh. You know what? Shit. Didn't even look into that. I think he, he is. Yeah. So, I, I I think they sneak in maybe to a wild card spot. Now. Remember, we were just talking about all those teams in the AL East, and on top of that. There's another team in that division that we need to talk about. I mean, Texas. I got Houston winning that division because no, Jeff Houston always wins that division. But there's only going to be one more. If if three teams make it out of the East, there's only going to be one more playoff spot available. Okay, so it's going to come down to either Seattle or do you guys have the Angels making? Which one, Seattle or are uh, the Mariners or the Angels? Which which one's going to make the playoffs? Then? You you had Houston or you had the Rangers winning that division. 
Ooh. I have Houston. Uh, you know what? I forgot. Actually, the Rangers are doing you, really good this year, really too. Rangers are in first Rangers, in that division right now. Yeah, 17 I know. Yeah. I know. It, I, it's just I'm so used to Houston always dominating. I mm-hmm. still think Houston's going to end up winning that division. Uh, yeah. DeGrom's hurt right now. I don't know if that's going to end up being a real serious injury or if he's mm-hmm. only going to miss a few starts. Um, they they lose DeGrom. They're in trouble. Um, he's on the IL so, right now. 15 days. Yeah, yeah, so so – you got the Rangers. You got the Astros. Obviously, I—I I mean, I don't—I for sure I don't see the Astros missing the playoffs. They're just way too good of a team. So, who you guys got? Seattle or, or the Angels? Okay, and I'll even throw the Rangers, Mariners, Angels, Rangers. Which one of those three teams is making the playoffs? Rangers. Because it's only—it's probably going to come down to only one of those teams that can make it. I'll go I think it—I think it depends on the long term. Uh issue with uh the mm-hmm. okay is, I got, is, DeGrom, is, is DeGrom out you know does he go on 60 day dl is he out is it a season ending injury you know is it something major yeah because yeah. he's had uh, arm I, problems I, before so. yeah i think yeah. a lot of that plays into it yeah um, and and trout you know with the angels you know he had all that back yeah. issue last year they said that that's something that's not going to go away it's, it's like kind of like a permanent you know injury is going to stay like that pain, pain so yeah, so it's like, is he going to make it the whole year? And not only you that, know, the Shohei. I mean, the Shohei train. Yeah, They're but they've already they they said they're not going to trade him. Um, they, they they're gonna they're not, him. If they're not in the playoff hunt, they he's, need to trade him at the deadline and at least get something for yeah, him because they're they're if delirious. Not, he's to gone think. at the end of the year and they lost him for nothing. Yeah, they're delirious they're, to think that they're going to resign him. They're not. They're well, not. no, they're not. They're not. But if they're in playoff contention. You, do you, can you even let him go? I mean, no. If they're in the play, if they're in the playoff contention, they have to hold on to him. Yeah, I tell you what. But, if they're not, and that trade deadline is coming up, that's going to be a distraction, hundred percent, before the yeah. All Star break, or even oh, after, yeah, after the sure. All Star break. It's going to be a distraction. But if if I was the Angels, if I'm trading Shohei, I'm trading Trout too. And yeah. and you go full rebuild, tear it down. Yeah. You, I, I understand those are the only reason. Those two guys are the only reason that people buy tickets to Angels games. But at some point, it, it like just if you're gonna move on from one, you got just move on from both. Move on from both. Look, at, this is what I would do. I would send Shohei to the Dodgers. They have the cap and they and they have the prospects um, to send you back in trade. And I would also send Trout to the Yankees because it's the same thing. It's another high market where they can afford a huge contract, and they have the prospects to give you back in return. Yeah. If if now you if can walks. send those. Well, if you can send those two guys off and get like six or seven really, really, really good mm-hmm. prospects, how, how can you not do it? How yeah. how can you not? You know, yeah, you have a, you have a solid yeah. base for a, a rebuild right there. Yep, yep, exactly. And, and you may not sell walks, tickets for. Where does he go? Dodgers. LA. I think the Dodgers. I think the you Dodgers. Th- you think he goes do, to the Dodgers regardless? Look, look, he's from another country. He gets to stay in L.A. They're a big market team. It, it, it doesn't matter. I think he stays. I think he stays in the LA area, and I think the Dodgers. If you look at the dollar Dodgers, look at all the the cap space that they just created. They let Bellinger walk. They let Trey Turner walk. Um, they 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 don't have like they have the money. They're gonna have the money just to sign Shohei. You got Kershaw. Yeah, Kershaw's still pitching really good, but he's starting to get a little bit older. You know, so I, I think he goes luxury tax at the end of the day. And we know there's two teams that love to pay that, the Yankees and the Dodgers. I'd say 
I'm, I'm gonna go on a hot take. He walks. We let Max Fried walk and come in. Shohei. Oh man, that would be. <laughs> oh my God. And give Otani yeah. the uh, the money we we're gonna give to Fried and throw an extra 150 on top of it. Uh, you I've heard, no, I've heard he, some people talking there, about him. This on the is Mets. gonna. No, look it. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. Shohei is signing for over 500 million dollars. No. Biggest contract ever. I was thinking yeah, like 420. Four by no, far. No, he. He would I be think biggest contract signed, by yeah. far. He is gonna sign over 500 million. I'm, I'm, he for sure. I, he's gonna sign for over 500. That's at least a 14 year deal, then. Oh yeah, it's gonna be some ridiculous amount of years that he'll never finish, and yeah, some I can see him doing shit. a 12 year. 12 year, 504 million dollars. There you go. Yeah, I know it's crazy to even think yeah, about it, that. It's half half a billion dollar contract. That's insane. But um, but so look last, at what he's done. He he uh, has been consistent every single year. He the modern day one, He has not been a one year wonder. He has put mm-hmm. up those numbers every single year and been consistent. Yeah, well, player. it's a player. It's a player like it's a player like that that you sign to those types of contracts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted, those contracts never pan out, but you don't do it to a player that's had one good year. I think he's con- worth in it, a contract year. The guy's yeah, worth, worth it. it. Yeah, just just it. in the revenue that he's going to bring to your team, you know. Well, I mean? and he helps you both sides of the ball. Oh yeah, yeah. pitching, hitting. Yeah. For so sure. last team, last team, so we can end this because I'm sure people are yawning by now. Uh, Arizona, sixteen and thirteen. No one's really doing anything in the AO West. I mean, in in West. Arizona playoff team. Are just one of those just weird one of the hot teams. Starts. I think, yeah, it's one of those fall off starts where they start off hot and then it starts dwindling, dwindling around the All Star break and after the All Star break, I think they they fizzle out. I'm gonna call them the last wild card team. Oh, I got them missing as well. I, I got yeah. I got San Diego is gonna get hot. And um, I got Dodgers. The Dodgers are gonna. They're so who do you out. have? Mm-hmm. Who do you have making the playoffs in the NL? In the NL? Oh boy! Count it out. Um, okay. Well, I got all. I got. I got the Phillies, Mets, and Braves again. I, I don't. I just Those think they're going to do it. Yeah. I, the The Mets are about to get their pitching staff. They're about. They're about to get Verlander back. Um, Scherzer was about to come back from his little suspension. They're going to have both of those guys. Um, then uh, the Phillies are about to get Harper back. Now you're going to have Harper and you're going to have Turner in that in that lineup. Uh, they still have the great pitchers with Wheeler and, and Nola. How confident uh, are you? Harper is not coming back too early. I don't think they bring him. I don't think they bring him back unless he's healthy and ready to go. Like I said, like what we were talking about earlier. surgery is especially that. Well, he plays first. He he clearly he feels fine if he's swinging the bat and he's ready to come back. Then I mean he he clearly feels fine. They're going to be having him play first base when he does end up playing uh, out in the field. So the, I got those three. I got mm-hmm. the Pirates. I got the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, I got uh, Padres. Sent. I got the Padres. Mm, you know what, Mike? You might be right. Mm-hmm. It, it could. Oh, you know what? Brewers. Okay. Or did we count the Brewers? We we talked about the Brewers, but we always say they do the same shit where they fall apart at the end of the year. The question is, does does St. Louis turn it around? Because they are doing awful right now. Yeah, they're ten and nineteen right now. Yeah, so you know, can they turn it around? Because I actually had them. I thought they were going to win the division, but um, you know, maybe you're right, Mike. Maybe maybe the Diamondbacks squeeze in as that seventh seed. 
No, I got the Brewers in that last seven seed. Okay. They make the so I think the got... Brewers make the playoffs. Okay. All right. Well, there it is. So it's on recording. So when you guys are wrong and I'm right, um, we got it all on the recording. So, all right. Uh, with that said, you guys got anything you want to add before we end this thing? Uh, yeah, too fucking good time. bad. You guys took, you guys took good. too long. So. <laughs> good time. Good podcast. <laughs> we're going to be we're going to be recording this every Sunday. Um, I think next week we're going to start probably going live. We just didn't want to do it for the first one. I know these guys wanted to kind of get their feet wet a little bit before we uh, – start going live so hopefully um if this is something you enjoyed we will uh schedule time on stay true to it mike uh this fucking guy we're supposed to start this podcast right now it is 10 44 here in california and mike we, we what time do we say seven, seven, matt it was like 7 right? 20 right 7 15 yeah 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 this guy fucking joins like at 8 30 and you know what he says? Oh, guys, I don't got any notes. Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of it. It was a real busy work week. And uh, what's going on this week? Oh, my God, dude, this fucking guy. But anyways, yeah, yeah if you enjoy, if you enjoyed the podcast, uh, we've got more stuff coming for you guys. So uh, next week, like I said, we'll be live. So hopefully we'll see everyone there. Uh, with that said, I hope you guys have a good night. I uh, hope everyone listening has a good night, good work week. And we will see you next Sunday. See you guys next week. See ya.